Hello everyone, this is Andrew. What an incredible amount of time that has passed, and I'm very sorry for that. The pandemic hit and things got really quite stressful quite quick, having to come to terms with new methodologies of teaching, grading, and all of the new issues that arose from that was no small thing, of course, as I'm sure you'll understand. As many of you know, I released and will continue to release free meditations to assist you on your journey coping with stress, anxiety, spiritual growth, helping to heal yourself or others with the special range of power movements that I show you via videos that I began to place on YouTube. I've made a huge decision to change the name of the website from mindspace.productions to mindspacemeditation.com. I think it just makes sense at this point and more simple to remember. In the coming week or two, that change will be made. I want the content to be much more easily discovered and to have the website look just as amazing as the content will be. And all of that has been created behind the scenes. At the end of June, I'll have much more time to focus on being here and creating the site with the resources you wish existed with tutorials and how-tos and lists of greatest books and movie guides and beyond. So, with all of that being said, let's get back to it. Over the last two or three months, I've interviewed three or four individuals. This interview is with psychic medium Kathy Courtney. I actually interviewed three individuals that until now I have not had the time to edit and upload them for you to listen to. I've been so focused on all the free content and all the brand new website edits. Plus, of course, as you know, my full-time job teaching. So without any further ado, let's get back. And here is my conversation with psychic medium, Kathy Courtney. Are you on the uh, Joe Dispenza live feed page as well? Yes. Yeah. I sure am. How did you end up there? Well, uh, let me see. Okay, so back in January, oh no, back in January, back in July, yep. um, I signed up for one of the live feeds and the meditations and everything, mm -hmm. and I winded up not tuning in and not listening to it, and I don't know why, Yeah. Um, because I bought it, because it came out on my birthday, so it's July 27th, so I thought, oh, this is the perfect sign, and mm -hmm. This must be something <laughs> that I need at this moment. So I'm like, okay, it's fifty dollars, no big deal. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And I, you know, it was on my birthday, so of course I was busy, and I really didn't. I don't think I realized like the time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't really know what I thought it was. I have no idea. So I think it, there was like an expiration date. I think there. I think it was yes. good for like thirty days, That's maybe. It. Yep. And it expired. And so I never got to tune in or listen to it or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I started to really, I mean, I've known about Dr. Joe for a while. Yeah. And I was reading about him and I listened to his podcast and listened to his interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, but I hadn't really sat down and looked at the book or read the book or anything right, like right. that. Yeah. And so after, you know, missing that amazing you know, thing I was thinking, okay, well, let me go back and figure out mm. what brought me here and what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, excellent. Yeah, I think oftentimes um, we're just probably not ready for whatever it might be. And it's just no. a, 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 
rain or a line of circumstances just seem to line up and keep us from seeing it properly and yes um, exactly and then when it's right it's bang it's uh it all unfolds exactly as it should in fact i i was watching a guy saying that he was giving an interview and someone told him about dr joe and then they, they were talking about a book and he was like wait a minute you mean this book and sure enough, it was the book that his microphone was actually resting on. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? That's amazing. I so, love those moments. You know, so um, yeah, it, I think it happens to uh, it happens to the best of us. Right. So, so, um, so what have you have you been trying any of the meditations or anything, or you're just I have. Yeah. So this past, um, I want to say the past month and a half. Yep. I've really been dedicated to well. I've been a meditator for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, so that's nothing new to me. And um, of course, had all these mystical experiences and amazing things happen throughout Brilliant. my life. Yeah. Um, so none of that's new to me. But really dedicating myself to sitting down with Dr. Joe's meditations for the past, um, I would say a good month and a half. And that's mm -hmm. every day being mm -hmm. really consistent about it. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's pretty much what brought me here, you know, just sticking to it. And I love, um, he's, Dr. Joe's is very scientific and simplistic enough for, um, for me to get and mm -hmm. understand where, you know, before I've had, you know, many people that I've looked up to and yeah. different teachers and gone to different classes, you know, and, um, some of it made sense to me when I broke it down, but a, a lot of it was kind of like, you know, what I would say, quote, unquote, woo woo, and mm -hmm. just way out there. And I just couldn't put it into practice in my sort of everyday life and keeping it simple. And yeah. um, so that's really what what attracted me and brought me to to Dr. Joe's work, you know? Yeah, excellent. Tell me a little bit about yourself. So I, I know. So I, I mean, I think we can all say we think we're weird, right? Or we ha we're kind of have different ten tendencies throughout our life. But um, as a child, I was very, um, I guess if you want to call it psychic, very intuitive. Mm -hmm. Um, I had some out of body experiences probably as early as four or five. Wow. Um, and I also was very aware of the spiritual realm. So always sort of seeing spirit, sensing them, um, knowing things that there was no way I could have known, um, wow. My mom would say that, you know, I would say, oh, the phone, the phone's ringing and it's going to be whoever. And she, she'd say, well, the phone's not even ringing. Mm -hmm. And then like a minute later, the phone would ring with the person that I said was going to call. Um, things like that. And then just, just like I said, always sensing um, the spiritual realm around me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was raised in sort of a, I would say a religious household, not so much a spiritual household. Mm -hmm. So those kind of things were a little taboo and um, a little feared. Yeah. And so as a child, um, my mom had us move around a couple of times because I don't know if she thought like our houses were haunted or okay. <laughs> something like that. But it was just the experiences that I was having. Yeah. Um, and then I did. I had an out of body. I had I had a couple of out of body experiences. Um, and I would say even now that now looking back sort of remote viewing, mm -hmm. um, which of course at the time I didn't, I didn't know what that was. Right. Um, I love remote viewing. My brother and I, I I'm very familiar with everything that you're saying. And, uh, my brother and I used to set up little challenges for each other 
and a uh, little bit hit, a little bit of miss, but more, yeah. I would say 50-50. Um, but the misses, when I miss, I, I would feel gutted. And I, I was like, <laughs> oh, well, maybe I don't have anything. And it just, you know, but um, yeah. yeah I mean, I don't think it was anything that I practiced. It was mm-hmm. just something that was normal. You know, mm-hmm. like I remember um, the night before I was going to start kindergarten, because I, I have a very vivid memory. Mm. Um, I remember being so excited. And traveling to my room, you know, my, my school room yeah. without seeing it. And when I got there the next day, it looked pretty much like what I had seen. Wow. Um, so things like that. And then I had, um, I would say this was more of an out-of-body experience, not a, maybe a near-death experience. I don't know. But um, when I was very little, I ate rat poison. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, wow. but I was kind of left alone in the backyard and I guess they had thrown it out there and it kind of looked maybe like a little candy Ooh. bar. I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, started bleeding internally and I, I was probably maybe six years old and of course rushed to the hospital and everything. And I just remember like being above my body and then seeing the doctors and the nurses working mm-hmm. on my body. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's a memory. It's not even a memory. It's something I've always been aware aware of that that yeah, happened. Yeah. So, like I said, mystical experiences are, are nothing, nothing new to me, I guess. Yeah, amazing. How does that affect your day to day life and uh, people around you? Um, I would. I don't know that it affects my day to day life. I mean, yeah. it, it does bring an awareness mm. of you know physical life in general and the way that I the way that I deal with um, sort of my children and my husband and my clients and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, I really try to stay grounded and mindful when I'm, when I'm not practicing that. So when I'm not doing a reading or when I'm not working on a client, you know, because yeah. I can get very caught up in spending so much time um, sort of out there and into the spiritual mm-hmm. realm that, I am still very much human, of course, and I still have sort of a muggle mind. So yeah. bringing myself back yeah, yeah, yeah. into that body, into that mindfulness um, is something I have to always be aware of, I guess you can say. Yeah, that's excellent. I yeah. um, That's part of the reason I do love, you know, it's not talked about too much, but one of the reasons I I love some of uh, dr joe's work is some of the profound mystical experiences that are happening to many but also yeah. some of the things that people are seeing individually that uh, seem to be happening more and more with like uh uh higher vibrational like entities and what have you so it's mm-hmm. it's all quite you know, I listen to it and a part of me is saying, ah, really? But then so many individuals that you watch them tell their stories and they're so hand on their heart, uh, you know, you know, they're for them, they're telling the truth. And, right. And um, I've had those moments, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, when I say like, you know, if I am doing energy work on a client, um, I have seen Jesus. I have seen Mother Mary. I have seen um, lots of different things I'm feeling. And, it, and my clients have felt the presence too. Yeah. So sometimes my clients will um, say, you know, I feel someone holding my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I can see who it is if it's a loved one that's passed. And yeah. sometimes I don't know who it is. Uh, but it's always 
very loving and it's, it's very beautiful. But for some of my clients um, that are not maybe used to that, it can yeah. be a little, a Jar- little alarming. Yeah, jarring. Um, and I don't know, you know, for me, I don't know when that's going to happen and when it's not going to yeah. happen. So yeah. not every client that comes into, to come, that comes to see me is going to have that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like you, I, I, I wouldn't have believed half, of the stories if they hadn't happened to me personally. And that's it, Um, isn't it? But as you open yourself up, you know, and you share more, like I noticed for myself, um, you know, like I've always known that I had this connection to the other side. We, we all have this connection to the other side, you know, if you even want to say the other side, um, you know, we're all born psychic, we're all born intuitive. We Mm -hmm. can all do mediumship. So I've always known this about myself, but I think, um, you know, where I live too, some people are, you know, they're very conditioned by their religious beliefs. And so as you, as I, I, it took a very long time for me to just come out and share. That's Um, a big one, isn't it? To kind of put put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, Because I was doing, I've been doing readings for for a while. I just hadn't like come out of my closet, I guess Mm -hmm. you can say. No, absolutely. Um, Because I knew that, I knew that I was going to get uh, maybe some people that were were not going to be as friendly to me or, you know, a little judgmental. And mm-hmm. it did happen. Mm-hmm. But but as you share more people, you know, people will come and say, now, don't think I'm crazy, but yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, trust me, I will not think you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard it all, you know, but as you're sharing more, people are recognizing they've had these experiences, too. That's it. Um, they just have not come out and expressed like, Hey, I had this experience with, you know, someone that's crossed on or, um, you know, like you said, feeling the presence of an entity and Mm -hmm. all those kind of things. And sometimes people have not shared that. So as you share more, it, it, it gives them a safe place to share as well. I mean, even being raised by my mom and dad, I mean, we, one of the greatest things that they've done for me and, and as a, as a young adult was they never took me to church and I had, I had such a, I had such a hunger and um, a thirst for learning about all different cultures and, and what have you that mm-hmm. I, as I was saying in a podcast I recorded yesterday, it was just, I woke up one day and I found myself talk about automatic writing and all of that I found myself automatically walking (laughs) to a location where I picked up the book and this book just kind of filled me on on the very beginning the very beginning embers of what I just love about my life today and this book was like the very first step in a a very long journey um And I, I don't think I would have done that if I was raised in any sort of religion, because then I would have known that my religion, I, and I said these words today, you know, that if you were, you, you know, you might be Muslim, you might be Christian, you might be Methodist, Baptist, whatever. But if you were born as someone else, you would know that your religion is the is the one. You know, so right, more yes. most people do anyway, or many people do. Let's say that, and it just right. gives it gives me it gave me enough thought that I could have been born any one of these mm-hmm. races, and I would have believed something completely different. So I think that just kind of helped to pry the doors open, um, and then even with myself, I thought my parents 
every time I brought up subjects like this, um, they kind of shied away from it, but then only to find out many years later that um, my dad had many experiences. And, you know, he would tell me about premonitions and being mm -hmm. guided as he was working on Old House. And it's just, uh, it's amazing just how much this type of stuff is in our lives but a lot of us right. kind of poo-poo it don't we yeah and I think the same thing you know um my dad had I mean my dad was extremely extremely empathic mm. and um very intuitive and very psychic uh, but like I said because they you know they were kind of raised in a you know with their religion um yeah. I think it blocked a lot of that and then as a child you know having these experiences and then hearing something that um, was contrary at church or, you know, from the Bible, things like that, then it was very difficult. And even into, even in my adulthood, you know, mm -hmm. I, I still held on to, I knew that that wasn't the truth, quote unquote, yeah. <laughs> but it was just something that was, it's ingrained in you if you constantly hear it over and over and over. Um, and then also, like I said, around me um, where I live, you know, certain people did approach me and, and they were not happy with what mm -hmm. I was sharing, I guess you can say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So w what's the strangest thing that, that might have possibly happened to you with, with uh, some of the gifts that you have? The strangest thing? Um, you know, I wouldn't even quote um, categorize them as strange mm -hmm. because I think they're just all so beautiful and amazing, these experiences that I had. But yeah. um, I think in the very beginning, I mean, there's so many, but I think that... Um, you know, as a child, of course, knowing that I was having these experiences, you know, then you go through life and, and, you know, um, different things happen. And I, and I started to kind of shut that off or just not yeah. give it much attention. And then if you look back at the breadcrumbs throughout your life and you see where you're led to, okay, things start to make sense. And you mm -hmm. think that your journey is going to go one way and you have these goals that you want to achieve and, it doesn't turn out that way and you don't understand why at the moment. Yeah. Um, and then you're led into another sort of, you know, another, another path. Um, I think when, when the ability started to come back a little stronger, I was experiencing very high anxiety mm -hmm. and just not knowing where it was coming from, what was going on. You know, I, I started to, um, I know it sounds crazy, but just here, like I was starting to hear spirit and I was starting to sense it. And yeah. and if you don't have a way to kind of expel that energy or share that information, then it, it can get very bottled up and it can be very um, hard to manage. And so I think in the beginning of starting to rediscover and reawaken, um, I would say that, you know, it felt it felt like I was going crazy, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. the anxiety of it just okay, what is going on and why mm -hmm. am I sensing this and why am I knowing this? And, how, you know, just everywhere I went, it was like I would literally just feel so much. I mean, I would be in a restaurant and literally start wanting to cry. Yeah. Or walking out, you know, into this, I don't know, we went to this sort of um, – we were sort of in an older area here in America, but it was just kind of like a, an open field. Mm. And I started hearing and smelling just all kinds of different things. And mm. then studying sort of the history of that area, area, I realized, okay, that's what I was sensing. But, you know, it, it, it took a while for me to make sense of it and understand, okay, this is, this is what it is. 
Um, yeah. But then after that, you know, just beautiful, beautiful experiences, even with my own father that's crossed over and, um, you know, clients that come to see me, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm always so humbled by, by those experiences because it's just a beautiful testament to the fact that, you know, when we, when we shed our physical bodies, you know, we don't cease to exist. Exactly. It's just a um, transference w- of energy. Right. And, and just to be able to share that with somebody else that may not have that understanding or yeah. may not have experienced that is, you know, extremely humbling and, and beautiful. And ah, I'm thankful for it every day. Yeah, fantastic. I see you a lot on um, Instagram. Are you, you're doing some sort of uh, course or what's... Uh... No, I share, you know, I sh- I'm not doing a course or anything like that. Um, I share, like, you know, I'll just write my post up and just share what I've experienced and okay. um, share my truth from my perspective and what's yeah. going on with me. And then, of course, if someone wants to reach out to me, my website's on there. But, you know, my, you know, I'm just trying to share and open up different, um, you know, people open up people to different awarenesses. And Yeah. So what are you doing these days then? I thought I saw you giving like some sort of seminar or uh no i don't do any seminars um i see clients and when clients come to me uh we do a little energy work yeah what Um, what type of energy work do you do so i guess you know what i started off doing was reiki yeah so that's where i started and i you know i combine i combine a couple of things so Mm -hmm. it's the energy it's the energy healing Mm -hmm. and it's intuitive work Mm -hmm. Um, and then sometimes, um, people come to me for mediumship readings. And so Mm. those are the three that I, that I do. Um, so for me, you know, um, psychic work, yes, there can be, you know, predictions made, Mm. but you know, for me being a psychic, you know, it's really, you know, it's about the psyche, right? So it's about being able to read someone's soul. Mm. So maybe there's something there that's blocking them or maybe there's, um, so usually when I touch someone's body, I can feel, Mm. um, different things within the body system. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself a medical intuitive, um, and of course I don't diagnose cause I'm not a doctor. Um, but usually if I touch certain parts of the body or certain areas on the body, maybe different chakras, I can sometimes get a vision or a picture or a feeling of mm. what may be, may be going on, yeah. you know? So if you go to a doctor, the doctor's just going to treat, you know, that backache or, um, whatever it is that's going on in the system. But sometimes I can literally... And most of the time I can see Mm. it's like either a repressed memory or maybe something connected to, I don't know, something that happened to them in their childhood or. And that's so um, Dr. Joe, isn't it? That's so type of his line of work. It is. So, so a lot of that, you know, I was already kind of aware of it, you know, Um, and it happened to me pretty quickly after I started working on clients, you know, I could touch their head and immediately feel sort of, okay, there's something stuck here and I know what this is. Um, but it took a lot of discernment and it took a lot of sitting with myself and sitting with my own energy, um, and sitting with my own understanding to really decipher information that I should share and information that I shouldn't share. Mm. Um, so there is information that I receive that sometimes I don't share, um, because the amazing thing about being human is that we have free will. And so, um, you know, I never try to 
deter someone from a certain path. I mean, I may mm-hmm. see uh, certain things that will happen, um, but it's really kind of using discernment to share that information. And then what was happening during my sessions was that loved ones were coming through. So maybe something was blocking them. Maybe they had a, a stomach ache or maybe they were holding on to something in their back. And then, you know, sometimes yeah. a loved one would come through and say, um, you know, whatever it is that they needed to mm-hmm. say, whatever mm-hmm. that that client needed to hear for their healing. Um, and so that just kept happening more and more and more. And so um, I think the reason why I came to Dr. Joe's work was because I wanted to improve myself and, yeah. and to be able to understand my clients a little bit more and understand, of course, myself and, and where I stood and in, in sort of this work. And, you know, was it helping people and, and how I can help people? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I had already had clients coming to me, so... Yeah, I. Um, what's one of the biggest ways do you think that someone can cultivate that ability within them? Are you talking about this sort of the psychic work? Or? Yeah, like the psychic work, the healing. So I think I think the biggest thing is, you know that that isn't the end goal, right? So mm-hmm. the healing and the mediumship, it's it's a bribe, it's a byproduct of the work that you do on yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think that we're all, like I said, we're all born psychic. We're all born able to connect Yeah. just like we're all able to sing. Right. I mean, I, I, if I, if someone asked me to sing happy birthday, I could do it, but I completely suck. Like, I don't, I just don't think any amount of voice lessons are, is going to help my voice, but I could sing Mm -hmm. because we're all born with that ability. Right. Just like, I think we're all born with a psychic sense. I mean, it's part of us. It's part of who we are. We're, we're all divine, you know? Yeah, I'll come from source. Um, so I think, you know, a lot of sitting with yourself and really learning about yourself and, you know, what what mediums do as a practice, we, we call it sitting in the power. Or, um, and you really just expand, right? You expand your energy, you expand mm-hmm. your aura, you expand that. And that's how you're able to hold that power to be able to connect to a loved one on the other side or to connect to your, your client's energy field. Mm. Um, but I don't think I ever sat in, in hopes that I would have this connection because I, I didn't really know how to harness it or what to do about it. Yeah, It, it was just a byproduct of sort of the, the self work, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So whatever your journey is and whatever you're, you're meant to do to serve people in this lifetime i think that if you do the work you're you're going to get better and better and better at whatever that is i think that's a very key uh point as well or a a terminology is what can i do to serve and i i've actually i've actually whenever i for years sometimes when i would stand in the shower and i'm kind kind of connected to the water and the water's connected to the earth that's when i've kind of put the intention out there um that you know help me serve and mm-hmm. uh and not in a religious way but in a yeah. like i i want to i i i've known that there's things going on that i'd love to magnify and i'd love to be able to uh manifest more and they have they've they've it's certainly become more um still I have no control, <laughs> but it's, right. but it's, you know, but if anything, I would say that I found much more of a, a path 
that um, I'm meant to be on. So yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about bashing a, a square peg into a round hole. It's just um, look, maybe my thing is just helping people to feel like they can achieve more. And if that's through audio visual, if if that's through you know whatever it might be with my particular uh, range of uh, growing abilities then then so be it i'm not right and that's like you said where our path i found over the years that um all right i wanted to do this but it seems like i'm kind of drifting away from that now um and i just kind of go with it and and see where it's going to take me um Mm -hmm. but it does get frustrating sometimes because i just at at times i feel like oh come on like you were almost had something pretty nice there and but you're uh, doing it yeah exactly it's funny i i mean years ago uh, i think i wrote about this uh at one point years ago uh, a blog post i i was trying to help single dads going through divorce stay in touch with their kids then that I, I didn't have the abilities and then uh, I had a, uh, and I have that's kind of on pause a little bit a project called um, The Path We Take and it's to help young adults going through life and they have big life questions and mm-hmm. um, that's a massive project and I've done a lot of work on that um, but that's for another time because it's st- some of the stuff still needs to be fixed but to help adults go through their issues i've been through enough crap i've lived enough quote-unquote hard times to kind of help you know i'm not a guru but i can i certainly have an opinion that might help someone so right yeah and i so i keep on coming back to definitely a very strong spiritual aspect that needs to be uh that needs to be kind of fulfilled and it's I always find that very interesting Um, I agree with that I mean I feel the same way I'm doing it you know and every you know every day I kind of sit with spirit and you know just ask to be used and ask to serve and it's like the the right person or the right client's gonna find me or the the person that needs to hear what I have what I what I can share like you say what I can share and what I've been through Mm -hmm. you know because Mm -hmm. you know I'm 45 years old you know Mm -hmm. so I've been through lots I've I've, you know experienced childhood trauma I um have had businesses that have not worked out you know I have you know I've been in bankruptcy I've Mm -hmm. you know I've been through divorce I've been through lots of stuff and so if I could just share that with someone, you know, I've, I've experienced the loss of a loved one. I've done all um, that, plus I'm 10 years older. <laughs> <laughs> so see, it's like we go through these, you know, you can't, you, you can only share from what you've experienced, yeah. you know, yeah. and if you can give sort of that person, look, I, I know where you're at, you're going to get through it. And, mm-hmm. and these are some of the ways I got through it. Maybe it doesn't work 100% for you, but right. take take what resonates and and go with it you know and so I think if we just always approach it from from a place of service you know and um we can't go wrong no because we're all we're all in service in to to someone in some way you know whether you're a waiter at a restaurant or someone that bags groceries or a doctor you know we're all serving each other trying to get through this human experience Mm -hmm. right um so yeah I'm actually working on a animation for 
uh, young kids to oh i love that yeah for them to realize and obviously this will be on uh the parents will have to share this i'm not just gonna push it out and put it up on youtube and just try and change everyone's minds and hearts but parents that are looking for resources to kind of help express how we can connect to like mm -hmm. a source to some sort of energy fill to right. kind of put out good vibes how where the energy centers are within our body and mm -hmm. you know i was reading a post the other day where it said um there's a doorway in your head and i i understood exactly what they meant that, that, that you know the the pineal gland but it receives so many because because they posted it in a regular um, Facebook page just on mm -hmm. their own timeline it receives so many like laughs and ridic ridicules it's so sad when really I felt so sad for everyone that was mm -hmm. laughing because they don't realize what's available and so you know what I have to say about that yeah. is because I had these experiences out as a child and I have two children myself yeah um, I think that's amazing. Like I've had, I've, t you know, both my, my children are attuned to Reiki one. Um, they meditate. I, I even downloaded, I think I downloaded the Dr. Joe uh, meditation for children and my, yeah. and my daughter's done that, but I've, I've done meditation with them for a while, but it's not the children that need it. It's <laughs> the adults that need it because children are connected to source because they have literally just come from the spiritual realm. That's it. They have just, they have just come from source. They don't need it. It's us as we as adults, as we start to program that child, we give them a name, we give them this, we give them that. They, they, they start doubting themselves mm -hmm. and they start, you know, because they look to us for understanding, you know? And so after, uh, my father passed away, my daughter was about three and a half going on four and she started to see him and have these really profound moments with him wow. where she would relay information to me. Um, and had I shut her down, yeah. um, she would not have, you know, sort of felt that in herself and continued to feel that. And she's very connected now. My son's very compassionate, very empathic. Mm. Um, but we have these open conversations and, you know, if she senses something or feels something, I never say like, oh, you're lying or that's uh -huh. crazy or, you know, no, because I'm like, you know what? Yes, I am, I know exactly because I felt the same thing. No, that is absolutely fantastic. Uh, years ago when I was going through like an American Indian sort of phase learning about uh, – uh what was it the medicine circle something like that it just mm -hmm. i was getting into all the uh the tinctures and the herbals oh, yeah. and, and this and that just and uh, a friend of mine that was uh into reiki pretty heavy heavy at the time he told me that his daughter who was at the time five or six told him and his wife that um before she came to this plane she chose uh the mum and dad to be mum mm -hmm. and dad and that yeah. I saw you guys before I even come down here and she like meant it so and kids really do just see past all of this you know when I went through um I went I had a divorce and then I had a long-term girlfriend 
Mm-hmm. That ended, and my daughter, all of four years old in the back seat of the car, just looked at me and said, "Don't worry, Daddy, we'll find someone else to love us and uh, and it was just the simplicity of it, and that's that was exactly it, and kids are always often so right, and it's not coming out of some fantasy, and if ever no. that they're saying oftentimes that oh, I'm playing with so and so." Um, and you, we don't see anything. I, you know, I'm the one that kind of uh, plays along with it and goes along with it because I'm thinking, well, they, they they could well be. <laughs> and they usually are. And yeah. that's kind of re- like I keep talking about this reawakening. But, um, you know, after my father transitioned, it sent me into a whole other journey, healing journey. Yeah. But when she started, when I started to listen to the way she was talking, it reminded me of the things I experienced as a child. Mm. Um, and so it brought it all back, you know, yeah. and I thought she, I, she would look out the window and say like, Oh, grandpa said mm. this or that, you know, and grandpa wants me to tell you blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And it was so real and yeah. so amazing. And she had no way of, I mean, she was three, three and a half at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was no reason for her to lie or make it up or try to console me. I mean, she was really having these, experiences you know and and even now i mean she's 12 now going on 13 but um she senses so much and and she knows so much and so does my 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 nine-year-old um he's a little healer i think but yeah they're amazing so it's really the adults that (laughs) need all the work i think that we all start off in 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 learning what we need to learn Mm -hmm. but i i do feel at the essence of it it's it's all similar right yeah and we just have to you know you start to work with your guides and you start to work with your own intuition Mm -hmm. um and you develop what resonates with you because now like i i hesitate to say it's reiki but i think that's the sort of um it's very recognizable so people are not afraid when they come in you know reiki's used in hospitals um this past a couple of months ago i got to speak to a high school um kids are getting ready to go into the medical field and i you know i got to talk about the mind body connection and i got to share with them about energy healing yeah um but i did use the word reiki and and um because it's something that they can recognize it's something that Uh they can look up and there's a lot of misinformation out there as well but Mm -hmm. um sometimes i hesitate to say this is what i do because I, i you know to be true to reiki i i wouldn't say that i'm practicing Reiki in its true form or right. the way that it started sort of in, in, in Japan and things like that. Of course, I honor the masters and I, I love Reiki. And, um, but you, you start to adapt and, and change and, and each client that comes to you is going to need something different because I have clients that are, you know, five years old. I have clients that are 75 years old. Yeah. Um, I have clients that are dealing with cancer, clients that have gone through trauma. I have clients have PTSD, but I also have clients that are just, they need that clarity and they, and they want, um, maybe more of a psychic reading or, you know, things like that. But I think that we all start to learn one form and then it just evolves and you let it evolve. Now I feel like my, 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 uh, guides that I work with, you know, they have me do different things. It may be a tap or it may be actually pulling something out of the energy center. Mm -hmm. It may be, you know, a little rub, you know, it's just whatever it is. Um, 
that I'm, that I'm drawn to doing, then I, then I do that, you know, so I don't necessarily think that I'm always doing Reiki. Right. Um, yeah. I, it, I, it depends. You yeah. Know? I, I know it's an energy that's being worked with. Uh, the reconnective healing is meant to be like a, a new energy, uh, a new form of kind of wavelength that's available these last, like it hasn't always been there. Uh, so it's meant to be like a, a a new form, and I know what the 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 work that Dr. Eric Pearl does is mm-hmm. is uh, quite amazing, and he he certainly I've read the book, and he certainly seems to have a, a very special gift. But his his students and everyday masters just a a brilliant. Some of the videos are just great kind of mind fodder to like. Wow, yeah, I haven't thought about that. That's a great little thought, and it's just. Uh, um it's a very special community once you kind of have opened your mind you've opened your heart and when you find someone that you can kind of express those things that you don't like to talk with other people about because they're just going to think that you're crazy um (laughs) you know just when you do find someone like that and you can just express a little bit more openly um it's very liberating and oh for sure yeah Yeah. and sometimes it's just like right i better shut up because i'm talking too much (laughs) i I have many of those moments (laughs) where i like go way down the rabbit hole and i'm like well let me just pull myself out of this one (laughs) yeah yeah and i gotta be honest that's that's the one thing i wish my wife is very um very much into the i don't know i'm i'm more into the the spiritual kind of and she's more into the physical i wish we we would stay up and have deep conversations into the early hours but we're just we're different that way and it's okay you know but that's what keeps that's what keeps you balanced (laughs) it really does i think that's what it is but you know if she could just join me on a conversation <laughs> you know my husband does really well with that you yeah. know he he is very intuitive himself yeah um he doesn't come out and say that but you know i you know i i say i have to tell you what happened today i have to tell you about my reading today <laughs> i have to tell you this and of course he just sits there and he's like that's amazing but that's really weird how did mm. you know that like mm. how did you get that information i'm that's like it's great. not coming from me yeah. <laughs> and he's like wow but yeah i mean there's moments where he's just like i have no idea but he's so supportive and so amazing and um but it is what keeps me balanced it's what keeps me grounded yeah i think you're absolutely yeah if i come out of my room and i've been doing a reading or if i've um, been doing healings i go downstairs and i'm like let me just hug him so i can i can come back down to earth (laughs) yeah i think that's what's it and because we do we're, we're we're huggers too and we hug all the time and um it's just you know i can tell in the evening if i talk about some grand scheme or some grand concept about the universe or or whatever it might be uh, you know i start to see her rub her eyes then she starts to (laughs) yawn i'm like oh no i've lost her already you know what i had this moment the other day okay do you ever watch um the old twilight zone show Mm mm-mm Okay. No. So my daughter, do- I've been addicted to these shows since I was shows since I was very little, right? Yeah. And so my daughter and I have really been getting getting back into watching them. Well, the opening of the introduction to the the Twilight Zone, 
um, he talks about like the fifth dimension, right? Yeah. So I can't remember exactly how he brings it out, but he talks about the, the fifth dimension being this vast space and timeless. And it lies between sort of the pit of man's fear and the summit summit of his knowledge, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm listening to it. And then the shows, you know, everyone in the shows like experiencing like after afterlife or near death or past lives, all these kind of things. And I'm like, this is exactly what Dr. Joe talks about. <laughs> but this was like in 1959. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like going on and on. And I'm like, he's talking about the fifth dimension. And I never picked up on that before. And my husband's like, okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> But this concept of the energy centers, I mean, that was mapped out way by the ancient Chinese, right? The the, uh, the ancient Chinese cultures, they had all of that. They had the subos, the energy points where they put in the uh, the the uh, the needles to release the energy from the uh, centers that were Uh um, uh, trapped and all of that. Yeah, yeah, and I had to, you know, educate myself on that too because. You know, people are approaching me about, you know, that's new age and this and that. And I'm thinking, no, it's not at all. (laughs) No, I think new age is seen as a a very kind of um, bit of a culty type of thing. And and this Mm -hmm. is anything, this is anything but that. Right. You know, I'm I'm almost really at a bit of a loss as to what they mean really when they say new age, apart from the, the music, because I don't know. I think his intention more than anything. Um, you know, I'm not doing witchcraft, I'm not but depending on who you speak to, <laughs> you know. But even if you were doing witchcraft, uh-huh. I mean if you break it down I mean prayers. You know, what right? is witchcraft? You know, lighting of a candle. I'm sorry? Lighting of a candle. Like that could be seen <laughs> like at church, right? Yeah, lighting of a candle, I mean, uh, the, you know, praying to different saints and entities mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the incense and all that, you know, it's it's all interlaced in there somewhere. But, um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I've had many of these conversations with people. <laughs> That's it. Which has been amazing. It's been it's been a learning lesson for sure. And then also removing myself from, you know, I, I don't need to, you know, this isn't up for debate, you know. Right. Your your way of living and your way of beliefs is beautiful and amazing and and, and it is the truth for you. Yeah. Um because all truth is the truth to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been an amazing journey, I guess. That's been a new, (laughs) that's been a new development for me is really sitting a lot of the time when I'm with people more and more Mm -hmm. in in silence and, and not interjecting too much anymore. Uh, I used to be Mm -hmm. quite, and I guess I am at at times, but I choose my battles and it's, I, I just, uh, when I'm around when I'm around uh, people that have very strong views, I just let them have their views and I don't, you know, I might say a word or, or a very short sentence, but um, I, I don't try and persuade anyone anymore. No, because you know, that's not our job to do that. You know, and and it's, there's no need, but you know, even going on that recently, um, let's see in the past year, I guess, I, like I said, I was raised going to church. My husband was not. Mm-hmm. So he was very interested in learning more about different religions and different things like that. So he, so I said, well, you know, if you're curious, maybe we'll go to uh, maybe like a non-denominational church. But mm-hmm. typically non-denominational, it's still, it's still Christianity. Okay. Um, so he said, okay. So we found this church that 
seemed open-minded. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I told them, look, the thing is they're, they're not, they're not going to be okay with me. If they find out I am a medium, that's mm-hmm. going to cause an issue. Mm-hmm. And so he, he didn't understand why he said, why? And I'm like, you know, I've been through this my entire life. Trust me. Um, I've sat with different ministers. I've sat with different, um, priests, you know, it's not going to be okay. I I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. So he said, no, he, you know, he said, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So of course, about six months into the, uh, the time we were going, um, I think someone had come to me for a reading. I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, the the main minister said, you know, he wanted to meet with us. And I knew exactly what it was about. Yeah. <laughs> and my husband's like, no, maybe it's about something else. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, I know what it's going to be about. And sure enough, you know, he said, you know, that's not okay. Um, he was very rude to me, very condescending. Um, brought me to tears, actually. And I told him, you know, it's it's not so much what you're saying, I think it's just a little trigger in me because I've gone through this so many times in in my life. Um, but it it just, you know, there was just no point in that. So, yeah. Oh, it'd be great if you pulled out a little nugget of, uh, something just to kind of pull, put him in his seat real quick, (laughs) wouldn't it? (laughs) I was so, I was so emotional at the time. I cannot believe what you're saying to me, you know, (laughs) um, but that, and that was, you know, that was, that was out of fault because I, I should have, you know, stood in my power, but instead I was like, wow, someone that preaches love and understanding, you know, this is, this is sad. <laughs> I I I, off, I don't often wonder, but I I I do wonder for someone that's supposedly so close to God, um, in a in a priest situation like that, I wonder how often are they guided during the week, the month? I mean, I know that by ju- doing the meditations that I've been doing. I am it's I am short of receiving printed messages in the mail you know um mm-hmm. all the little kind of nudges all the little direct responses to my right? queries are yeah, is yeah. absolutely mind blowing and that is what I wish everyone could experience on a uh, on a on a at least a monthly basis but uh well i think the thing is too people start doubting you yeah. know they doubt it even if they get those little hits hits or those little nudges they'll mm-hmm. doubt it even you know with let's say a loved one coming through mm-hmm. they doubt it because of what they've been taught yeah um you know maybe they're they're afraid of it so i have lots of people that call me and say oh the light's flickering and it's you know is it a ghost you know and no mm-hmm. no it's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. you know it, it, it could be your loved one because, of course, when we when we transition, we become light, right? We become energy. That we don't become energy; we are energy. Yeah. Um. So sometimes they will use sort of those those portals, right, to get our attention. Um. But it, but people doubt it. People doubt it all the time. Or yeah. They doubt their intuition. You know. No, love it. Kathy, is there anything you'd like to uh, touch on or to talk about? Or what happened? Okay. Yeah, I have a website, and then of course my I do have a Facebook page, yeah. and I have my Instagram page. I think I get more on my Instagram page, mm-hmm. but it's always just about what I can share. You know, I'm sharing yeah. my own experience, and yeah. of course, if someone's drawn to me, they'll be drawn to me. If not, they're not, and, yeah. and that's really that's really all it is. But I, I mean, I don't feel the need to force, or, and I don't have a seminar, I don't have a class. Yeah, um, people have asked me to teach. Okay, um, but I've. 
I, I don't feel drawn to teaching at the moment because mm-hmm. like I've said, I've, I, I feel like part of it is not Reiki. And in order for me to teach, I, I wouldn't even know where to start if yeah. that even makes sense. Like I, I like for a while that. I thought, well, maybe I could teach you Reiki, but, and I love Reiki. I that- love Reiki. I love Reiki, but that's not where, where my heart and my work is at the yeah. moment. So I'm not sure that I'm drawn to teach anybody anything. Everyday, um, everyday masters on YouTube. That's what he says. He says that I've been asked to teach what I do, but to be honest, I just do this stuff. I mean, I've not right. even th- put any thought into what is it that I do. He said, I just do this. I feel it. And what he does is he records the real, um, re- Sometimes when I meditate, I get real severe like triggers. Like um, my body will twitch in quite a comical way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day, if you if you put all of your fingertips together and your thumbs together, it creates like a weird pointy hand. The other day, all my fingers on my left hand did that, and it pointed almost up over my right shoulder. Oh, so, wow. so my hand was flat. It did that then went right back down almost like i was doing like a a a, a shadow puppet of a bird and then for a split second that's cool and i was like whoa that was cool no idea what it meant but obviously it was some something being released or who knows what but um, and that's the thing sometimes we don't know we just do it yeah just do it but uh yeah phenomenal yeah i mean as like yesterday or today as a matter of fact i somebody contacted me you know they had like several students for me I've never said I was going to teach anything mm-hmm. <laughs> um so I don't know I need to sit with that but right now I don't feel drawn to teaching it because I don't feel that I can teach from a space of sticking to the principles yeah. I stick to the principles of Reiki it, it, it wouldn't be true to who I am now yeah and I it's not you. true to how I feel mm-hmm. um so I can't really do that and then I and then I feel like I, I don't even know where to center because I I feel like there's people that, you know, you can't learn this in one day. Yeah. Um, and part of it is just sitting with yourself and sitting in meditation. And yeah, that's really absolutely. the work. And that's really, that's, you know, spirit's going to teach you. Check out Everyday Masters. Check I'm going to do that. Check him out. Then you'll kind of see that, okay, yeah, there's something to it. And in fact, we can all do it. I just don't think that a lot of us have even tried the hand movements. Like as I do it, even now as I'm talking, I feel the like the magnetic waves on my on my hands as I'm doing it. It's just, mm-hmm. and it's nothing weird. It's just uh, I did it over my uh, my wife's. What was it? Somebody? Oh, her, her shin, something like that. And uh, she was in excruciating pain. She was like, "Keep doing it, keep doing it. It's something, some, something's working." You um, don't need it. You you know it. Yeah. You know, at, at your soul level, you know what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but um, that's why I want the massage table. But it's just my ego. I'd love to have a little table and say, "Hey, anyone open to this? Come on over. I want to practice." <laughs> well, that's how I started. I oh, mean, really? Actually, no, that's not how I started. Um, Edit that. It, happened, it happened, you know, it happens organically. What happened was I, I got attuned to Reiki because, you know, I was, you know, I, my father had passed away and then all that, yeah. you know, it's something when you go through grieving, it's like all the other past things that ever happened to you just come right up. Yeah. So I, I found this meditation circle. And like you said, it's like those things find you. You don't find it. They so they really always say, do. you know, Reiki yep. finds you. You don't find Reiki. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. I had a friend that invited me to this healing circle. I had no idea what it was. Um, and she said, I'll, I'll be there, you know, to show up. She mm-hmm. never showed up. 
she went on a blind date and left me there, like uh. didn't even show up to the healing circle. And so that that's what it was. I, I had this amazing experience that evening. Um, and then I just, like I said, I, I just started having these mediumistic experiences. And then I, I came back and I met a girl and that moment, the moment that I met her, she was a trainer at the gym wow. and I, I felt, I felt her grandmother or her aunt with me. Wow. And I said, you know, I started giving her messages and she's like, what do you do? Yeah. And I said, what do I do? I don't mm. know what I do. <laughs> and I said, well, I do Reiki. I do this, I do, you know, but I do it all myself, you know? And she said, well, can I come see you? And I said, yeah. no, because I don't have a space. I don't, I don't do it for a living, but you can go see my, my Reiki master. She's the one that taught me. And she said, no, I want to, <laughs> I want to come see you. And yeah. I thought, well, what? I've never done this on someone else other than my family. Um, <laughs> so she came Yeah. and her mother came through. Her mother had passed away and, she she felt amazing and and like I said she was a fitness competitor um so she started sending all her friends mm. and so basically that's 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 what happened brilliant yeah I can only wish that someday I get somewhere close to what you do you but, are uh, you are there yeah we'll see you we'll are see. there you're just I don't know what you're doing you're stopping yourself <laughs> yeah yeah maybe maybe <laughs> all right Kathy thank you so much this was thank wonderful thank you Thank you so much. This was amazing. I enjoyed our conversation. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Take care.